Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Well, welcome to this hour of the program. Afternoons on News Talk 770. Rob Breckenridge with you as we kick off Stampede, the parade, of course, this morning, and the party well underway. We're going to talk more about Stampede in this hour. Uh, Ed Pager from the University of Calgary is going to join us later in this hour. And a really interesting new study they've done uh, on the question of animal welfare, looking at, at the bulls in particular. Uh, so we'll tell you more about that after 1230. Uh, I'll be sticking around after 3 o'clock. Uh, we'll do uh, the, the Friday free-for-all. We'll keep Angela's uh, thing going. Angela's off today. Uh, I don't know if it's directly because of football. It might seem odd to have brought her in for half an hour. But we got the pregame show for the Stampeders. Gets underway at 3.30 this afternoon. So we'll uh, have more time for your calls after 3 o'clock. Of course, a big part of uh, Stampede is uh, the party, the beer. And uh, I know a lot of beer gets uh, consumed during Stampede. And that's, uh, you know, it's part of the fun. Um, but it seems to be a, a more of a concern each year. And I think there's been a lot of focus on it this year. The, the relationship the Stampede has, in particular with Labatt. Right? We think of Labatt, I mean, people probably associate Labatt with being a Canadian brewery, but so much has changed with these, these big companies. And there's almost no such thing in, in that world, a Canadian brewery or an American brewery. These are the big multinationals. And look, the Stampede's free to enter into whatever agreement they want to enter into. Uh, and I know there's sponsorship considerations. And a lot of people are asking, I think more people are asking, why is there not a place at the table for local beers and local breweries, right? If Calgary's on display, if Calgary's the showcase for this big party, why aren't our, our local brewers? Joining us in studio is uh, one of those local brewers. Uh, Graham Sherman joins us. He's from Tool Shed Brewing. Graham, great to see you. Welcome to the program. Great to see you. Thanks for having me. Um, look, you've obviously got a vested interest in this, uh, and it's something you're passionate about. And we've talked a lot about the growth of the local brewing scene and things that have helped unleash the local brewing scene. So what's your understanding of where the stampede is at and, and why they've taken the position they have? Well, I mean, I, I, clearly it's about money, right? It's, uh, it's one of those things where if you can get, I, I believe it's a 25-year deal they got with, uh, with Labatt to supply the beer for the stampede grounds. So fine, I, I understand that. And, you know, one of the things that we, we've talked a lot about is we couldn't even come close to providing enough beer for Stampede. I went oh, yeah. to the bull busting uh, <laughs> last night at Derangement. So it was yeah. a great time. And I looked at that big reefer truck full of beer and I thought, wow, that's, that looks like a, maybe a, a year's worth of my production really? in that truck, right? But um, it's just, it's a, it's a real frustration being a proud Albertan and knowing that people are coming from around the world to check out Alberta right now. And they're judging and saying, what's Alberta all about? And that's what the Stampede is supposed to be about is showing off our western heritage and showing off our city it's our festival to show what calgary is so when you get into an exclusive deal that's the part that we have a problem with where you're just not even allowed to have good local craft beer uh, on stampede grounds because of that exclusivity right the point about labat and just to clarify so labat is owned by well, it's, it's InBev, isn't it? That, yeah, InBev yeah, AB InBev. So that yeah. includes, that's Anheuser-Busch. That's correct. Anheuser-Busch InBev, yeah. It's, uh, they merged and they've got Labatt. It's all Budweiser. You know, they've got that new... The, 
part that was hilarious to me is this new brew masters dinner they're doing at the Stampede Grounds. Yeah, and they, their initial post was, that. well, they said, we're going to showcase Western Canada's best beer. So it's very deceptive when you see a company saying, we're going to showcase Western Canada's best beer. And they use two breweries, Stanley um, Park in BC and Mill Street. Mill Street. Both are owned by Labatt. And Mill Street is an Ontario brewery exactly. to begin Exactly. And there's, so there's no Alberta breweries involved. And they, it, they didn't go out and look for the best beer. They just said, these are the beers that are owned by us. So it, yeah, yeah. it fits well within their exclusivity agreement. But it's, it's that kind of deception where they're trying to appear craft, right? Mm-hmm. We make a big noise about craft because what we love to show off is we know the farmers an hour up the road. In fact, a great family, a sixth-generation barley farm, uh, Antler Valley Farms, the, the boys that do the farming. We're at my brewery last night. We're having beers together. And we've become friends because I bring my kids to that farm to help seed and to help, you know, take yeah. part in harvest. That's what local means. Like I know the family that grows the ingredients that go into my beer, right? And um, and it's just a different thing with with Labatt. They'll the Stampede went on record saying, "Well, I think they said eighty five percent of the barley, eighty five percent of the beer sold on Stampede are brewed in Alberta and uses Alberta barley." Right, they've got facilities here. Well, yeah, that's exactly it. There's a yeah. big brewery in in Edmonton, and that's um, and actually, you know, it was I I, I believe. Um, uh, it was Big Rock last year having this conversation. Brad Goddard said, you know, I boil a lot of lobster in Alberta, but I don't think that it's an Alberta cuisine. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> right? But um, but yeah, that's that's kind of the, the, the bit of the deception that they say is, well, of course there's a brewery in Alberta, but all that barley, it's not coming from those same farmers that we have, right? There is some barley in there that is from Alberta, of course, right? Right. But, yeah, but when we produce a lot of barley here, yeah. and in fact, and we've talked about this before, there are a lot of uh, craft brewers in, in the U.S., who go out of their way to buy Alberta barley. Some of the best breweries across North America, they come to Calgary to get those contracts with the best barley on earth, right? And so yeah. we pay more to get the best ingredients. And thankfully, the best barley, we take pride in it because it's a, it is a source of pride that the best barley comes from a few hours up the road. But, and so and so you've looked into this. Yeah. So where's Labatt getting its barley from? So Labatt buys its barley from uh, from Malt Europe. And uh, and that's that comes out of Great Falls, Montana. And so there is some Alberta barley in there, but this isn't the same as buying from, you know, RAR, which is in Alex, Alberta, where the malt house is here. They only buy from local, you know, farmers. They're buying $14 million worth of barley from the States, right? And they're shipping it up. But you can actually go onto the Stats Canada website and, uh, and have a look at how much barley is being imported from the United States up into Edmonton. <laughs> and there's only, uh, there's only one brewery that can go through 25,000 tons <laughs> a year of, of, right. uh, of that barley. So if they wanted to, could they buy it? Of course, of producers. course. It's yeah. not out of necessity. No, no. Like last, uh, the last contract Labatt had was with a malt house called Bigger out of Saskatchewan, and it went back to tender. But it's the cheapest, you know, response to their bid, and it and it went to uh, it went to Malt Europe for the, this past uh, this past time. So, so you know, it's you know to say that we're supporting local that's a that's a stretch. You know, it's almost like that shock top campaign. Do you remember that last yeah. year yeah. where they that that thing was leaked that said. Uh, that said, uh, oh, 75% of people think Shock Top is an unknown local brewery. So, so they decided to spend $2.2 million to further that deception. And that's, it just goes so against what craft is about. Well, it's funny because, I mean, it, it speaks to how appealing craft beer is at the moment, how sure. rattled the big breweries are by sure. at the moment, which has is, is got to be encouraging. But yeah, you're right. And there were those, those internal emails that had surfaced where it's kind of like people don't know that... Yeah. 
Shock Top is owned yeah. by a big brewery, and that's that's good. <laughs> Let's spend money to way. further this deception. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's um, that's so unfortunate. It is unfortunate, and so that's that's what you know. In our stance on this is, you know, we love the Stampede. I take part in the Stampede every year. I'm a proud Albertan, and uh, and and we're not trying to take over that contract. In fact, we couldn't. Right. All the brewers in Alberta together could not take over that sponsorship. Uh, um, that you know the way that the, the money that gets spent from Labatt to the to uh, the Stampede, mm-hmm. um, but ten percent of beer in Canada that's sold, it's craft, right? So yep. what if ten percent of the sales at the Stampede were craft? So all it means is that you don't have to have a bloody exclusivity agreement, right? Why make it exclusive where you can't support local, right? That's that's kind of our contention. Yeah, and I mean that, that seems reasonable. Yeah, I, but what, so what's the the response you get? Well, I mean, the, the response is we're happy with our partner. Our partner is a 25-year, you know, partner yeah. that, that is in Alberta. They just, they just keep kind of saying the same thing. I think that what it's going to take is waiting for the contract to expire and then hopefully being able to get back to the table and saying, come on. I mean, you, can, you can't help but see the excitement around this city about good local craft beer. And not even craft beer. I spoke uh, the other day about Cattleboy's barbecue sauce. And that, that stuff is out of this world, not allowed on Stampede Grounds. Right, yeah. it's all about these contracts that are exclusive, right? So, and, I think that's the right. point. And they're, they're financial realities, right? And and the Stampedes, they they look for those sponsorship opportunities. Right. They you know they need the support, and and I think we can get that at, at a certain level. Um, the point about beer too, I look. You know, like it or not, I mean, Budweiser is still, I believe, the most popular beer right. in Alberta. Right. So, in a way, it seems like the Stampede's responding to that demand. But how much do you think these kinds of arrangements? create that demand That's in the guy, first place. That perpetuates it, of course. It does perpetuate it. does. I mean, I was at the Bull Busters last night, and I mean, I don't know how many people there were there. It was incredible how many people were there, and mm-hmm. every one of them had a butt in their hands because it's the only thing you can get, right? So, I mean, literally, it was a, I think it was a 50-foot, like, container filled with beer yeah. that probably they go through every couple of days. So, of course, it's the number one selling uh, selling beer. But, you know, on the opposite side of things, if you start looking at it from the other way and saying, well, what ha- would happen if we supported local? Look, ATB is a perfect example of that. Here's a here's a mm-hmm. bank that started supporting my beer before I was even a client. They were, go- they were, ATB was all over this province saying, this company uses local agriculture and they know local farmers and they're proud Albertans and they would mm-hmm. serve our beer at events, you know, before we were clients. And so there's a model where they said, let's, let's promote small local people that promote local themselves. And it seems to have worked for them. They're, they're doing pretty good ATB right now, I think. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, well, Graham, let's take a break because I do sure. want to talk a bit about, you know, finding other ways of, of using the platform of Stampede Absolutely. To, to promote the local brewing scene. Because there's a lot that goes on in Calgary at Stampede outside of the Stampede. Absolutely. Grounds, right? Yeah. So there are a lot of opportunities. Graham Sherman uh, is in studio with us, uh, one of the founders of Two Wheel Shed Brewing, based right here in Calgary. We're back with more right after this. All right, welcome back. Talking about uh, Stampede and the local beer scene and whether there's a, a, an opportunity to kind of marry the two. Uh, recognizing that the Stampede wants the sponsorships with the big breweries and, uh, you know, the, the people in the cowboy hats and the tank tops, they like drinking their Budweiser, but it's got to be a happy medium here. Uh, Tool Shed Brewing, uh, part of the uh, burgeoning Calgary craft scene. Graham Sherman from Tool Sheds uh, here in studio with us. Um, we got some texts coming. I want to read through through some of these texts. Uh, this one here says, I understand the craft brewery stance. I also wonder why they didn't get together, make like a Cowboys 20th anniversary beer, something you could only get at Cowboys nightclub and tent. Have you talked about or have other breweries talked about doing something 
unique and special for Stampede? Well, we, I mean, we're always collaborating together. All the, yeah. all the breweries in this, in this city are amazing friends. I should say in the province are, are amazing friends and we're always looking to do fun things together. So, mm-hmm. so sure. We would, we would do a Stampede beer. We, you know, we've talked about doing an advent calendar of just local Alberta beers. Um, the, the issue with doing it a Stampede beer is what kind of effect can we have uh, in, in promoting it throughout the Stampede, right? right? Stampede that's, would have to be on board. That's and right. We're kind of back it's to a where fantastic idea yeah. for when we get that beer into the, uh, into the Stampede grounds, showing like all the, you know, the community of craft brewing in the whole province. Uh, this one, I don't know, this is tongue-in-cheek or not. It says, is the goal to drive Labatt out of business? Well, <laughs> that's, that's a tall order. Yeah, no, of course not. <laughs> Labatt certainly has its place. You know, this is this is one of those things where most people really don't know that they have that other option because most times they don't. I started going and chatting at um, the Alberta Barley Commission. It's just such an incredible thing that's doing so many great things around the province and promoting this great agriculture. And I started going to meetings with them and the AGMs for the growers, uh, the actual barley growers meetings, and, and they're drinking Bud Light and they're drinking Labatt. And I go, guys, this beer right here is made with your barley. You got to try this. And all of a sudden you see these farmers drinking IPAs. So you don't expect that. Even, even I've gone to brandings now at, at, at ranches and, and stopped these cowboys from, from drinking that uh, Bud Light and showing them. Uh, it's funny how you picked up the one with your face on. <laughs> it's the closest one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but here's, here's, this one's interesting. It says, well, what's the price difference? Not a lot of people can afford craft beer. Uh, there, there's a perception about that. I, I think you go into a store, you look at what costs you to buy a case of Budweiser. You're not saving money. You're not saving money at all. And in fact, when you see that they're making their beer with just cheap adjuncts like rice and corn to make a lighter flavor, not actually add more flavor, they're trying to make the flavor lighter and they're trying to make alcohol cheaper by adding cheap products such as rice and corn. And they produce on such a grand scale. The price per liter that they brew at, they're actually charging an astronomical amount for their beer for what it is. And when you do go to the liquor store, you'll see the prices are very, very relatively similar. It's... it's uh, Right. Yeah. Well, we had the markup changes recently. How, how has that had an impact? On, well, on I mean, guys? it's had a f- tremendous impact on, on local breweries. It allows us to grow. It allows us to scale. We've almost tripled in size because we've been able to grow and not be scared of hitting this ceiling and get hit with that monster tax. So right. the changes that the province have been making have said, we support Alberta. We want Alberta business to grow. We want to provo- promote the economic development of this of this community. Craft beer is a real contributor to that. So they're showing that support incredibly well. So uh, yeah, we want to try to share that and, and, and make the Stampede understand that this change would actually be hugely beneficial for how much noise gets made in support of the stampede oh yeah absolutely yeah. another one here uh and this speaks to drinking habits this says uh, sometimes i really just want to drink something cold that doesn't have flavor or that i have to think too much about and you know there's a lot of people hey, who are at stampede. Love, they're not thinking about what i they're get drinking, that right? we don't we, i mean we have a big monster ipa but we also have a nice light easy drinking cream ale so yeah. so we do make that nice light beer the, the difference is if you want to drink a nice light beer drink one that's that is made with barley that's grown an hour up the road and that the beer mm-hmm. is actually made was invented in my backyard tool shed in Mackenzie Lake and we brew it just off Memorial and Barlow right yeah because I know you know when I'm playing uh, shinny and uh, you know it's not like I'm, I'm reaching for necessarily an IPA yeah after of course not. No. someone's got a case of whatever it is I don't really That's care right. what it is but yeah and, and I get that uh, and as you say and and maybe people assume craft beer that there's that that barrier to it because right. it's going to be something dark and complex yes. and people can hoppy. be yeah 
But it doesn't have to mean it that. It doesn't. People can get intimidated by craft. Like how do you define the term? The term craft? Yeah. Well, so I don't think it's about size, I don't, and I don't think it's about the style of beer. The term craft, for me, it means how much passion you put into your product, and you never take the opportunity to make something cheaper by losing lesser ingredients. We, uh, like the moment you say, well, hey, I could make alcohol with high fructose corn syrup, or what if I used rice as an adjunct to make alcohol? You are off the path, that is not craft. <laughs> so, so craft to us, yeah. you know, uh, I'll use Sierra Nevada as an example. I think Big Rock did about 200,000 hectoliters of beer last year in production. Uh, Sierra Nevada did about 2.2 million. And they are, in my opinion, the definition of craft. Because even when they have money in the coffers, they'll take that money and say, well, holy smokes, we shouldn't be even using the uh, electricity from this community. We should be selling electricity back. So they made the whole place solar, you know, powered, right? Yeah. Like it's this mindset of just uh, the passion for your craft that truly makes it. So craft doesn't have to mean small. Oh, no, not at all. I mean, yeah. the definition of, of, of craft is massive as far as, as, far as production-wise grows. It's not about size. It's about the way of thinking about it. It's about the quality of product you put out there. Absolutely. Okay. Well, someone else here says, well, I love Tool Shed. Respect, Graham. But the, this, I guess this guy maybe knows his, his terms. He says, the flavor profile between Budweiser and the cream ale isn't close. Will you guys brew an easy-drinking Budweiser-style lager ever? Well, we did one. We did uh, a Kolsch style, which is it's a, a lager style, right? And yeah. uh, and we did it for uh, uh, for uh, Calgary softball. So you can get oh, yeah. that at Craft Beer Market. It's uh, oh, really? it's called Full Count Kolsch, and absolutely, it's a beautifully light, crisp, refreshing, uh, mild flavored beer. But again, it's brewed with all Alberta barley. It's 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 the essence of yeah, local and, craft. Yeah, and other brewers are, are doing that. Sure, I mean, uh, there's you so know, like many. Big Rock does, and I think they they do it for co-op, right? They yeah. do just you know your their co-op. Gold yeah. Co-op Light, and yeah. that, that's made by Big Rock. Totally. Different breweries do their own lagers. Or, well, and that question was perfect because we did that beer for Softball Calgary because they wanted something really easy drinking for the exactly. ball diamond. Softball so, thing, of yeah. course, we could all get together and make that beer for, uh, you know, for, uh, for Stampede, right? You sure. You're going to have that variety of, of beers, including that nice, light, easy drinking beer. Yeah. I think that, I would think that would be so cool. I mean, you just envision, you know, the, like a Stampede logo, yeah. and a beer you can only get this time of Absolutely. year. Absolutely. We got a new Made labeling right machine. Here. We oh, wouldn't have yeah. to label it by hand anymore. We can speed up our, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I think that, I think that what maybe the Stampede needs to hear is if, if, if local beer were to take over 10% of that of that contract, I mean, we, we're we not saying we want it for free and we want that to take that away, the money away from the stampede. I'm, I'm, I think that yeah. most breweries in the province would be open to a collective, uh, you know, pooling of funds to make up that, uh, well, The you stampede know. doesn't have to lose Absolutely. out on anything. We love the stampede. Yeah. We want to just share, share with the stampede. Stampede expects locals to support their festival, don't they? Exactly. And, and yet they're not supporting local businesses like Cattle Boys, like Tool Shed, like Village, like, you know, yeah. all these great businesses. All right. But in the meantime, though, yeah. uh, there are a lot of Calgary bars that, that serve yes. Tool Shed, serve Village, serve other Calgary and Alberta breweries. Absolutely. So with people getting out and joining Stampede and going to different bars and, and getting out and having a good time, far away from the, the Stampede site itself, mm-hmm. there's that opportunity for them to, Absolutely. to get exposed to this. And there are great places. Uh, on Tuesday, we got an event at the Rosen Crown down on 4th. Yep. That place is a staple in the city. Yep. The guys that run that place are amazing, and they support local. And so we got one day during their Stampede. So so what a what an honor. So Toolshed gets to have a day where... Oh, and, they, right? and they bought pallets of beer, and they're going to go through so much beer. And we relabeled a beer just for that 
that day. So what we've got is an amazing beer that we're, we're launching, and it's, I won't spoil the surprise, oh. but coming down and seeing something really unique that we did for the pub that supported local beer during Stampede. So when is that? Uh, this coming Tuesday. On Tuesday. Yeah. Because uh, So the, the Stampede Agreement... Where do they have the say over? Is it just on the grounds? Are there other events around the city that are associated with Stampede? Well, the, the I mean, pretty applies? much most things around the city, uh, you can say, are associated with the Stampede time of the year. But Stampede Grounds is is kind of its own thing, right? Now, like I okay. said, I, I'll go back to the bull busting thing last night. You know, Budweiser and Labatt still made that same deal they make with Stampede with ranchmen's, right? Yeah. So a lot of these places that are real big spots that make make a you know a, a big event that that there's a lot of beer being served, they'll make a similar deal, right? Now, and, and just before we let you go, I know here in the city they, they changed the rules recently to try to encourage more brew pubs. Yes. Now, is, are we going to see more of that? Is it going to impact Absolutely. what you guys are doing? You know, it's going to impact us in a positive way. I mean, now Trolley 5, for example, started up on 17th Avenue, right. and that brings the focus to local craft beer. Those are phenomenal guys. We know the, the, the company well that started it. We know the brewer very well. And, I mean, these are phenomenal people that are going to raise the bar again for Alberta craft beer. we got some catching up to do. We've been kind of held back for, for a little while, right? So Well, yeah, we just got a minute left, but the point's been made that with some of those changes, it's, it's it has been good as well for BC breweries, and we're, we're still competing with BC. A what bit, what yeah. are you finding? You know, we, yeah, BC is, has a lot more beer here now than they used to before, but I don't, I don't compete with those beers. Those, yeah. You know, when somebody wants to put my beer on tap, they're not saying to me, no, you can't have that tap because that's, you know, Phillips or Parallel 49. I don't fight for those taps. I yeah. honestly want to take macro taps because I <laughs> want people to look at local craft beer. And I, I, I consider anywhere I can drive within a day local beer. So I can drive to BC in a day. Okay. I, that's, that's good local beer. All right. Uh, toolshedbrewing.com. Graham, always fun. Thanks always so much for coming Always a pleasure. Thank you. All right. Graham Sherman, he is uh, one of the founders of Toolshed Beer, toolshedbrewing.com. Uh, and, yeah, you know, if you're out and about in the city, taking in Stampede, you know, look at the menu. See what they have and, and support local beer. Uh, we're going to come back after the 2.30 news. We're going to talk about Stampede from a different angle. Talk about the welfare of the animals and what's being done to ensure that they are being well treated. It's afternoons on Newstalk 770.